did she do? Womanjacker. Hello, I am Samsara and you are listening to What Did She Do? Before I begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast is created in Nam on the lands of the Kulin Nation and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. What Did She Do? is a podcast which celebrates the live theatre and events taking place in Melbourne on a weekly basis and features reviews written by myself from my website whatdidshethink.com. This is a difficult week for the theatre industry in Melbourne as people have to make decisions about whether to go ahead with their projects because of the COVID-19 problem. The Ocean Festival and the Comedy Festival have both cancelled their events. Curios is temporarily suspended and Great Arias at the Malthouse is to be scheduled as well. But some shows are still going ahead as independent productions and I will do my best to keep you up to date with the changes. MTC's Torch the Place is enjoying an extended season in the Fairfax studio. The play is littered with Benjamin Law's signature wit. For more information and bookings, head to mtc.com.au. The blockbuster musical Billy Elliot is funny, gritty and heartwarming and runs through to the 19th of April. For tickets and information, go to billyelliotthemusical.com.au. Fast Fashion is still happening at Schoolhouse Studios and continues through to the 14th. For more information on events, head to vamp.com.au. In the Sumner, Emerald City is being presented by MTC. This high-octane, wise-cracking commentary is running through to the 18th of April and information and tickets can be found at mtc.com.au. Melbourne Shakespeare Company are doing their last show of As You Like It in Central Park, Malvern. Due to popular demand, however, they are relocating to the Fairfield Amphitheatre for two more shows on the 21st and 22nd. You can book for this wild adventure at trybooking.com. The disgraceful homage Bitch Antigone is on for one more week. For information and bookings, head to thebutterflyclub.com. For those who don't know, La Mama has a program called La Mama Mobile, which allows people outside of the metropolitan area to get a bit of theatre in their lives. And on the 20th of March, Ladies of the Bay begins their tour. La Mama Mobile gives communities the opportunity to see live theatre without having to leave their towns, thus making theatre more accessible and spreading the arts experience outside of the Metro Melbourne. The next La Mama Mobile show is Ladies of the Bay and is a funny, vivacious new show inspired by real stories from Aussie summer days. Friends reminisce about the simpler times. Nat, Tracy, Fiona and Naomi have grown up together in the Bay. They have gone through many life changes, but their enduring friendship carries on with their summer tradition, camping at the caravan park. Here they gossip, tell it like it is, and reveal secrets all over a cheeky glass at happy hour. When tragedy strikes their town, will these childhood friends be there for one another? Ladies of the Bay will take you laughing and crying back to your own summers. Sometimes all we have are the memories. Girls Act Good is an all-female collective of actors, writers, directors, producers, theatre makers and filmmakers based in Melbourne. Girls Act Good as a company are dedicated to delivering stories that are true and connected to the communities with compassion, real research and tactful production elements. The topics such as bushfire trauma, women's relationships, family life and growing up as a woman in Australia are all themes in Ladies of the Bay and are delivered with professionalism 
empathy and artistic merit, bringing these conversations to light in communities through live theatre, which is not only important, but incredibly relevant right now. Australia's home of independent theatre, La Mama continually seeks to explore beyond the mainstream and celebrate a diverse community of artists and audiences. Proudly representing La Mama, Girls Act Good focuses on giving a voice to people and their stories that normally go unheard and unnoticed. The director is Jennifer Mung, the performers are Lisa Dellinger, Kelly Kerr-Young, Lee McClenahan and Jennifer Monk. And the tour details are, the show will be at Deans Marsh Community College on the 20th of March and tickets are $20. They will be in Warrnambool at Mozart Hall on the 21st and the 22nd and tickets there are $30 full and $20 concession. They'll be back in town at Brunswick Neighbourhood House on the 27th and tickets for that show are $15. And then they will be at the Port Arlington Senior Citizens Hall on the 28th and tickets for that show are $30 and $20 concession. And they will end the tour at the Theatre Royal on the 29th in Camperdown and tickets there are $20. Bookings can be made by calling 9347 6948 or go to lamama.com.au. An Asiatopa remount of Edipush Smeetapus is opening on the 18th at Union Theatre. For information and bookings, head to asiatopa.com.au. And finally, Odds, Sods and Thingamabobs is on for one night only on the 21st of March at the MC Showroom. For bookings, head to trybooking.com. My feature review this week is about the show Bitch Antigone. Bitch Antigone is on from the 9th to the 21st of March at the Butterfly Club in the Upstairs Theatre. It is written and directed by Stephen Dawson and performed by Angus Brown, Stephen Dawson and Scott Middleton. For those of you who feel lost and bereft in the large abyss of emptiness left by the end of Carry On and Monty Python, you have a reprieve. If Michael Palin and Kenneth Williams had a love child, it would look an awful lot like Bitch Antigone, which is playing at the Butterfly Club at the moment. The brainchild of Dawson, who is also the brains behind Outcast Theatre, the longest established LGBTQIA plus theatre company in Australia, the show Bitch Antigone is a cross between Noises Off and a pantomime with an unhealthy splash of Shakespearean language. Well, nothing is perfect after all. The story follows the troupe of actors in ancient Greece as they prepare to perform the Sophocles play Antigone at the Dionysia Festival. Dawson plays an aging actor who specializes in playing female roles. His name is Meniscus. Imagine a Joan Crawford temperament with the body and pomp of Robert Morley and you are on the right track. Meniscus has spent his career playing female leads. He is tired, bored, sad and lonely and he has had enough. Antigone be damned. Enter Brown, who plays Theodore and Creon, as the stalwart, the show must go on character, and Middleton, who plays Callipides and Esmene, who is eager to take on any and every role, and who believes improvisation is the answer to everything. The first moments of the play are best, and I found myself in gales of laughter at all of the self-deprecating in-jokes about actors and literature. It really is very, very clever. 
As the actual performance of Antigone begins, the conceit holds with fun eruptions of reality where the actors struggle over names. Suddenly, ancient Greece is full of people named polyester, menopause and antihistamine. And three actors are fighting for the limelight with little respect for the actual story. This is one of the clever layers Dawson has built into the melodrama. The Sophocles play Antigone is a play which questions the rule of order over chaos. Bitch Antigone is all about chaos reigning supreme over order. This show has all of the things you might expect in a lampoon of this play, including the ducks machine. Although it sets out to be a fun lark, the show Bitch Antigone has a lot of elements to make it high art. It is a shame it just doesn't quite meet its potential. While the laughs do keep coming, they peter out in intensity, mainly because the jokes repeat and there is little which comes later in the show, which is a fresh idea. I also think there is too much Antigone and not enough Metaframe content. Let's face it, Antigone is not a funny story, even if you turn Esme into Paris Hilton. Some of the humour is lost because of a last minute injury to a cast member. Brown literally took on the role of Creon on opening night and is still on book, although the progress he has made in two days is phenomenal and there are a lot of actors out there who could take a lesson from him. Whilst his performance is right on point in style and energy, I suspect some of the physical clowning around the idea of upstaging is lost at the moment, which is a shame and might be part of why the second half peters out a bit. This could also be the direction though. One of the things I noticed is that there is not a lot of attention paid to physical shapes on stage. The costumes are divine. I want one of those dresses about togas. And the props are good. It is the bodies which lack creativity. This may be where the production pays too much homage to its film ancestors. There is a whitish sheet across the back of the stage to allow entrances, exits and offstage comedy. I think Dawson has missed the opportunity to play with this as a photo studio backdrop. If you have a Paris Hilton character, why not play with the idea of selfies and paparazzi? Bitch Antigone is not a show which has reached its potential, but it will bring a lot of laughs to people who really miss that older English style of comedy. It is also an unintended metaphor to what Anglo-centric history looks like to anyone not born into that tradition. Oh, and the lip sync stuff does not work and probably can't be saved. Just get rid of it. And I gave Bitch Antigone two stars. This week, I also reviewed Curios, Cabinet of Curiosities, which I gave four stars, and you can read that review at whatdidshethink.com. If you would like to comment on these or any of my reviews, you can go to whatdidshethink.com and have your say in the comment section under the review. I have enjoyed our interactions so far. You can invite me to review your show through the Contact Me gadget on the left of the page. If you want my reviews as soon as they come out, you can follow me by email. Just fill out the field to the left of the review. And now it's time for something special. This week, I have two tidbits lined up again. Circus Oz have two shows being remounted in March, and I have some music extracts to entice you. The first is from Neon Reboot. Neon Reboot runs from the 26th of March through to the 18th of April at the Melba Spiegel Tent. For information and bookings, head to themelbaspiegeltent.com. Now this next excerpt is from their children's show, Bubblegum Cabaret. Bubblegum Cabaret. 
bubblegum cabaret runs from the 28th of March to the 18th of April at the Melbourne Spiegel Tent. And for bookings, you can also head to themelbourspiegeltent.com. There is still a range of fun and exciting theatre to, to attend next week as well. We Too, Us Too, Me Too, Too Too, a show full of outrage and wild wisdom, opens at La Mama Courthouse on the 23rd of March. For information and bookings, go to lamama.com.au. Scary Goats Tour, a show which will make you laugh and scream, is still going ahead at the Butterfly Club. Head to thebutterflyclub.com to find out more and book your tickets. As mentioned earlier, Neon Reboot opens on the 26th of March and Bubblegum Cabaret opens on the 28th. So head to the melbourspiegeltent.com to book your tickets. Railed, a Western-themed circus spectacular, also opens at the Melbourne Spiegel Tent on the 26th of March. Information and bookings are at themelbourspiegeltent.com. Anna Louise Big Break also opens on the 26th of March. You can learn from her dating mistakes at the Chinese Museum Tea Room. Go to comedyfestival.com to get information about how to book. What Did She Do is created by myself, Samsara. If you like what you heard today, you can leave a tip by following the tip jar link in the show notes. You can support me to sustain this project by becoming a regular financial subscriber as well. Just follow the tip jar link. The site will tell you how. You can get my reviews hot off the press as they come out by following whatdidshethink.com by email. Just click on the field to the left of the page and submit your email address. Don't worry, I won't start spamming you. Also, if you like a bit of fiction in your podcast mix, you can check out my other podcast, Samsara's Dramas, scripts straight from my pen to your ears via an amazing ensemble of actors. Right now, audiences are finishing up a fun Aussie take on the traditional summer Shakespeare, so download it and have a laugh. And hey, let's catch up again next week. What did she do?